0: There's this concept out there that, in essence, is supposed to be motivational, but in reality it does the exact opposite. It's the statement of, if I can do it, you can do it. Let's talk about this harmful mentality this week and break down ways to think mindfully and differently so you don't get stuck feeling like you aren't enough. Because you are. You are enough welcome to mindful actions i'm beth Backus and i'll be your host as we travel to the center of your universe mindful actions is here for you we focus on one simple action every week that you can incorporate into your everyday life with mindfulness and meditation While listening to Mindful Actions, I want you to feel a light ignited within you to be more confident, balanced, and free to live the way that you were meant to live. Mindful Actions, act with intention, live with purpose. Let's start off by reflecting on some of those really fun social media posts we've been seeing in our feed lately. Hey girly, if I can cut out sugar and eat 1,000 calories a day, you can do it too. It's all in your mindset. Are you in or are you out? This blatant abuse of the concept of positive mindset really grinds my gears. And this has been bothering me a lot lately, especially in the new year with all of the self-improvement ads and influencers. Here's another one for you. Hey, working woman, do you know your worth? If I can go up to my boss and demand a raise, you can do it too. As a female, you need to own your power and get things done. You know what? In response to that, I just want to say no, stop it. Just stop it, please. This is a type of fear-based motivation. If she can do it, You may not be able to do it and there's nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with you not being able to or not even wanting to do something that somebody else is doing because we all have our own set of skills, interests, barriers, and support systems allowing us to live differently. We all live differently and you know your situation the best. You know your situation better than anybody else. So stop letting people tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing. If you know that marching into your boss's office and demanding that raise will get you fired or bumped off of a good project, please do not do that. You can own your power in a different way, a way that's more comfortable for you. You are not a failure as a woman or in the feminist movement if you don't go demand that raise. Take that weight off of your shoulders. In fact, Take all of the unnecessary weight off of your shoulders that has been holding you back and that you've been holding on for too long. The unmet resolutions and goals from the past or those what if thoughts creeping back into your mind like, oh, if I would just done this or this differently, life would be better. No, take that metaphorical weight off of your shoulders and just throw it out the window. Just because one person online who has no idea what your life is like does something doesn't mean that you have to follow in their footsteps. They're not creating healthy motivation for you. They're creating fear of failure in you. Those statements of, if I can do this, you can too, leave you believing that you are inadequate. And they leave you thinking that you need to do better. But that's not up for them to decide. They're basically just making you think that if they can do it, they are better than you. Do not let them manipulate you into thinking that you want what they have, because that's not necessarily the case. So here is a mindfulness tactic that you can use when you see or hear these fear-inducing phrases or these bullying aspects of motivation. If what you hear sparks your interest and you think, oh, I want that, instead of trying to mimic what they're doing, I want you to ask yourself, do I really want that or do I just want to have that feeling of success like they do? Ask yourself, do I want to have what they have or am I just looking for something different in my own life? Is there a gap that I'm trying to fill and I think that what they're showing me is gonna fill that gap for me. Do you really want to lose 20 pounds by starving yourself or do you want to feel better about yourself in general? Do you really need that raise Or do you want to feel more fulfilled and appreciated at work? Or do you want that big, gigantic, spotless house? Or do you want to live your life and have a nice, comfortable place to come home to? You get to decide what you want and where you want to put your time, your energy, and your invaluable mental health. And that is what your mindset should be focused around. It should be focused on you and your own wants and needs out of life, not the products Or the lifestyle someone is getting paid to sell you online. And believe me, I work in marketing. I know how that influencer marketing is changing the way that we think about things. And oh my gosh. (laughs) Actually, saying that just reminded me of a horrible influencer marketing experience I had this past week. I cannot believe I didn't connect the dots on this until just now. So let me tell you a story. (laughs) I had a one-on-one call with a brand that I was really excited to learn from. They seemed totally legit, and we went through an hour-long Zoom call, and I was feeling really great about things, like they could really take my business to the next level. And at the end of the call, they were like, oh, by the way, this program costs X amount of dollars, and I'm not even going to tell you the price because it was astronomical. And then they had the nerve to say that I needed to pay in full in the next five minutes before we got off the call. My jaw dropped. This business gave me all of the, if we can do this, you can do this spiel, but you can probably only do it if you pay five months worth of paychecks in the next five minutes. Obviously, I told them no. And in response, they made me feel like a horrible person for declining their offer. They made me second guess everything about me and this podcast and my ability to share mindfulness and meditation with the world. They made me feel like a failure because I couldn't afford to pay them. And by giving me that ultimatum, it's 100% evident that they couldn't care less about me as a person. They took fear motivation to the next level on me. And the second that I realized that, I'd never been more confident in saying no to someone in my entire life. And what angered me the most about this whole situation was that they do this every day. They prey on small business owners like me by painting this beautiful picture of what life could be like by working with them. So when this all happened, I paused. And with them sitting there staring at me on Zoom, I practiced that mindfulness tactic I mentioned earlier. I asked myself, do I want to pay them to create this supposed cushy life for me? Or do I want to believe in myself that I have what it takes to do this on my own? And what it came down to, No, I do not want that life if it means maxing out my credit cards and taking my happiness away by going into debt just to pay them. Now, this was a little bit of an extreme example for you. I think it's just so funny that this happened to me this week when I was planning on talking about this topic on the podcast. The universe, man, it knows what to show us when the time is right. When we deal with this type of fear motivation, it happens all the time, whether we realize it or not. Do what's best for you doesn't matter how other people make you feel because that's their own defense mechanism. They're just saying that stuff to try and put you down to make themselves feel better. So back to that topic on hand. What we really should be saying is not if she can do this, I can do this, but rather if they can find success, I can find success too in my own way. Because I believe deep down in my core that you have what it takes inside of you. If something is important enough to you, you will set your mind to it and you will be able to do it in a way that is best for you with the resources that you have. That's really important. What's best for you with what you have. Don't stretch yourself too thin just to try and accomplish something that doesn't even really align with your lifestyle. I do believe that it's okay to get ideas on what you want to accomplish in life from others or learn from someone as an example, but make the decision to do it on your own terms. Don't be sucked in to believing that you have to do it a certain way. This is your life, not theirs. And so that brings us to our mindful action for this week. For those of you who are new here, hi, welcome. But at the end of our discussion every week, I leave you with one mindfulness strategy to practice throughout the week. And in most cases, it's just a simple thing that you can shift your mind to try and possibly give you a different outcome. So the mindful action this week is to notice when you're being presented with fear-based motivation and how it makes you feel. And then don't forget to reframe the question in your mind. Do you actually want that thing or is there a different gap in your life you're trying to fill through this mindset that they presented you. And these scenarios can show up in many different ways in your life, sometimes on social media, sometimes at work from a colleague or at home from a family member or in ads or commercials that we're bombarded with every day. And with that, I invite you to practice mindfulness and meditation with me this week to open your mind to new possibilities and new ways of thinking and get one step closer to understanding what drives and motivates you in your life before we head into our meditation, I do want to share a quick note about meditation. Another mindset teacher on Instagram, who I will tag in the show notes, commented on one of my posts that they were excited to listen to my podcast on their morning walk. And so I wanted to remind you that there are so many different ways that you can practice meditation, and a walking meditation is actually one of them. So no, you don't have to be sitting still for every meditation. If what you need is a chance to disconnect while on your morning walk or on your commute or something like that, so be it. Just make sure that during the meditation portion, you are taking the opportunity to breathe fresh air in deeply and you are observing the world around you with each step. It's okay if you're not meditating in your quiet house and sitting still. So now let's meditate. psychologist Tasha Uric describes self-awareness as the ability to see ourselves clearly, to understand who we are, how others see us, and how we fit into the world around us. Self-awareness means we are simply observing our mind and how it works, and we are using the present moment to focus only on ourselves, without thinking, without judgment, and without worry. Let's breathe into this moment and leave everything else behind. This moment, right here, is all that matters right now. We are going to try something different today with our breath. We are going to do a type of diaphragmatic breathing, or belly breathing. In a moment, you are going to take a deep inhale, and then you'll pause. And then you will take in a little bit more air, and then pause, and then take in a little bit more air. And then you will do a huge sigh, exhaling everything, just letting it go. This type of breathing is challenging you to focus on a singular breath for as long as possible before letting it go. By holding your breath and taking in more oxygen than you even think is possible, you are focusing in the present moment. You are here, right now, breathing with me. And what a joyous moment that is. So let's begin our breathing exercise. Make sure you're sitting up straight, standing straight, lying flat. Make sure that your lungs have plenty of room to expand. And take in a deep inhale through your nose. Pause. Inhale more. Pause. Inhale more. Pause. And release. (sighs) Take a few small breaths on your own to get back to normal. Now let's try it again. Now with each inhale, notice how you are getting taller. Notice how your body is expanding. Notice what is happening within you as you take in these deep, deep, deep breaths. Let's begin our deep inhale again through our nose. And pause. Inhale again. And pause. Inhale once more. Pause, and release. (sighs) Again, take a few small breaths on your own, back to normal. And let's practice it one more time. Deep breath in through your nose. Pause. Take in more air. Pause. Take in more air. Pause. And release. We're gonna focus back on our breath for a few moments. Normal breathing. now let's reflect on that experience. Were you able to focus only on your breath and your body during that breathing exercise? How did it feel to focus on one thing and one thing specifically that your body was doing that it doesn't normally do? How did that feel? self-awareness is in this present moment. So continue to focus on your breath, normal breathing this time. Just observing yourself sitting here in your mind and your body in this moment. As you take a couple of more breaths, breathing in, breathing out, breathing in, breathing out, allow yourself a few extra moments to gently come out of the meditation in the next few moments, opening your eyes or refocusing your gaze. In small movements in your body, and begin to be aware again of your surroundings. Now, if you're motivated to do so, there's no fear-based motivation here. <laughs> if you're motivated to do so, I encourage you to go journal out some thoughts from this meditation. Jot down how you felt before, during, and after the meditation, and what types of things were flowing through your mind. Or were you able to focus? How did it feel to be more self-aware for these five minutes? And as always, I enjoyed our time here together. Thank you so much for joining me. Sending you lots of peace, love, and om this week. Namaste.